Hello, Buffy. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Bit hot, but... Yeah. <laughs> dress is riding up, you're a bit sweaty, a bit yes. sticky. We were walking today towards where we're recording from live, from Fringe Festival, and um, Heaven has decided to wear a... a pencil skirt. Yeah. Pencil dress type thing. And but... Crocs. <laughs> and Crocs. So you're just sweating it out. <laughs> yeah, my athlete's foot is thriving. <laughs> <laughs> Like a full bacteria meltdown. Is it yeah. yeast? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeast. You got like little mushrooms growing on your Come feet. on, I've given it to you before. <laughs> know. You know about yeast. No, I'm just trying to work out is it yeast or is it bacteria? I'm not a scientist. Bit what both. Do you want? <laughs> so, what have you been up to? We haven't been, been here for a while. Huh? We haven't. You're, you're um, stripping somewhere new. Tell us about I it. I am. So, recently my home club closed down. Boo. Probably a good thing because the health and safety risks were pretty astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> So the council finally shut us down um, and I moved on to a club just down the road. Uh, for anyone that knows Shoreditch, actually, no, I'm not going to mention it because I'm about well, to talk about it. I don't want people to come in, A. Um, and B, I want to talk about it um, as freely as All I right. So we're not going to give the name of the place It's in yet. Shoreditch, basically. Until you leave. Until I leave and then I'll be naming and shaming it big time. Okay. <laughs> so what's, what's going on at your new home club? So the first... The first uh, sort of hurdles that I've had to get over are the fact that I have to do six shifts a week, Excuse which me. anyone that's ever worked in a strip, strip club before or done night shifts, like, that's pretty fucking hard. It's, I mean, it's very hard for It's tough, yeah. And so you're, you're not like a 20-year-old stripper. I am not. You've got knee problems. I have, so I've gone through two pairs of shoes in the space of about a month and a half. I've never done that before. That's right. never been a thing. So I've now had to downgrade. And this is when you really know that you're at the end of your stripping career. Yeah. I'm currently wearing kitten heels <laughs> in the club. Not right now. In the club. Yeah, not out of choice. <laughs> like what kind of kitten heels? Can you describe Fucking them? Fucking awful. What, what do they look like? Okay, so they're pink. Uh-huh. I bought them in Zara. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can just imagine how ugly they are. Um, they're about two and a half, three inches high. And the heel is not even like a stiletto kitten. It's a block. Okay. So it's a big, heavy block. So a square toed, round toed, pointy toed? It's kind of square toed, actually. Yeah, they're awful. So yeah, they're hideous. You know, it's like... Um what's it like the African anti-shops on uh, Shoreditch High Street yes. where you can buy like shoes to match your bag yes they're very similar to that you can just on there you'd probably be cheap you'd be I actually like bag. the look of some of those shoes in there yeah I see them in the uh, get, like, in the shop window they're great but my so these shoes, stripper shoes they don't go with anything but I actually don't care. I okay. got to the point whereby I was giving a private dance and I have this favorite move where I sort of like lean back on uh-huh. them and then lift up and extend my leg yeah and Every time I do it, my knee clicks really loudly <laughs> over the music. <laughs> and the customer actually mentions it. So I've got to that point and I was like, right, I've got to do something about this. I can't. This. I mean, they haven't fixed the knee, but I'm so hoping it will be a knock-on so effect. A Fix creaky. the feet and then maybe the knees will be okay. So you're doing a creaky leg extension with Yeah, heels. it's fucking atrocious. What's your favourite move? Like, what about it makes it feel like your favourite? Because I'm sitting down. <laughs> That's mostly what I like about it. <laughs> I'm sitting down, and because I'm okay. flexible, I can be like, ah, yeah, I'm flexible. Okay. But I'm also so like, ah, just, yeah, I've got arthritis. It's fine. So it's showing the sexual movement. So we've got we've got some ladies coming in right now because we, we are, are we are live. We're live from Fringe. So when you hear people 
calling on their phones and asking for a table for five. Yeah. We're not in a strip club. <laughs> We're above the abattoir. So what else has been wonderful about... Well, it was wonderful when you came and did a single night with me, which we're going to have to talk about because you almost left halfway through. (laughs) I, (laughs) so I just thought maybe I'd try. You talked about the money and it sounded really exciting. Yeah, to be fair, it's been great money. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's a moment in time and I think we'll definitely go dive deep into when you retire from being a stripper, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm retired now. Officially. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, I might still do something ridiculous with you at some point, but... We're thinking of a tour of the north of England. Yeah. All um, of the low-rated clubs, potentially, would be great. I don't know about the reality. (laughs) The reality of it. The reality of me in that strip club the other night was pretty tragic, and I didn't have the best time. Yeah, you were not enjoying yourself. No, no, not at all, but fuck it. So... You still made 600 quid, though. I mean, it's not like the money was bad, but it's just... It's one of those places that... (sighs) Do strippers even go there to die? I no, mean, I think no, they no, even no. avoid that. I, it, like, it's... It was... Um, it really... I couldn't do it. And I was yeah. really impressed by you. I have to just reiterate how impressive yeah. you are because I just wanted to stab everybody in the eye with blunt objects so it would take longer. Um, where you seemed like to just rise above it. I mean, rise above it until I get home and then yeah. I fall into a deep hole of, what am I doing? <laughs> memorable happened to you since you've been at this unnamed space there there's been a few instances I mean one of the really cool things also about it is that no one's spoken to me I've been there for a month and a half (laughs) not a single person has spoken to me I mean it got to the point where I was like do I smell I mean we kind of know the idea of it maybe sometimes you've turned like full hippie I mean we're sharing a I do uh, not do deodorant and I was like oh you're gonna bring all the toiletries up you brought like a fucking rock (laughs) 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 yeah I've gone pretty au natural um yeah I'm quite anti-toxins at the moment (laughs) adding change. to my OCD yeah <laughs> good so yeah tell me some so, of the yeah, no, things that have happened besides nobody speaking no to no one's spoken to yeah. me except for one girl who came up to me and she was like where are you from and I was like London she was like oh I thought you were Romanian this whole time <laughs> that was a terrible accent <laughs> I'm the queen of accents <laughs> where are you from somewhere up north <laughs> Just offended the north of England. Again. Sorry. <laughs> Again. Good. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. So, well, no, I didn't even... She's never spoken to me again since. Okay. Since I told her I was from London and not Romania. Um, what else has happened? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't not tell you about this one instant. Go on. It was a Saturday night. Yeah. As, you know, the beginning of all good stories. <laughs> um, this is about the third time that it's happened uh, in recent history. But... Um, in the club on a Saturday night um it's full of people that have just come to drink and not spend any money so all of the girls are already pretty aggravated um and there's this one guy that's like dancing a lot and he looked a little (laughs) looser than maybe his fellow compadres okay (laughs) companions not padres compadres yeah okay um Go on. Um, he looked a little looser than the others. Um, and then I started to notice that wherever he was wafting in his dancing, yeah. there was a terrible smell that seemed to be following him. Okay. And so us girls were sort of like running from one end of the club <laughs> to the other. But because he was dancing, it was just sort of going everywhere. Um, 
And so, yeah, he continued to stink, like farts, my ass. Okay. Like, not, not anything else, else? yet. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it became clear that he couldn't really control his bodily functions. Okay. Um, wow. And then later on in the night, I'd gone to the private dance rooms and then I came back into the main area of the club so where the bar and the stage and like the seated area is and it just smelled like shit <laughs> like an it smelled like poo not fart it was no longer fart it was just straight up poo and I thought Dirty. not this again <laughs> I've been here before a couple of times <laughs> so you knew I knew. Well, you know the difference between the smell of a poo and the smell of a fart. Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. I mean, we all do, right? Yeah, it's I mean, like... I don't like to know about it in public spaces. No, right? That's, that's... The two don't mix. So when you smell the poo, in, you can get away with smelling the fart in the public space. You're like, oh, okay, gross. But when you smell a poo in a public space and it's enclosed, and then you pants, start to worry. Yeah. And so I was like, well, this is disgusting. I'm going to have to leave early. And... Um, as I was standing outside waiting for my cab, because I just leave now. Whenever this happens to me, I just leave. I'm not hanging around anymore. I think that's a fair time to Yeah, leave. it's just it's like, ugh. Um, so I was standing outside, and the security were relaying the situation that had occurred inside, that there was a whole poo. Someone had done a whole poo <laughs> on the floor next to the seating area by the stage. A whole poo. I'd never leave the house again. Like I mean, but the fact is that he would have had to pull down his pants. Do you think that's what the dancing in the club? Was? Do you think that the dancing was like trying to it, shuffle? It, it was part of yeah. I don't know. Part of the <laughs> like he'd obviously techniques. so I think he'd sat down on one of the little stools. Like we have some little low sort of uh, yeah. material oh. stools. Yeah. Um, and then some low coffee tables. And I think he'd obviously sat down on it, pulled down his pants and pooed off the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it was whole. And that was all I needed to know. Yeah, I mean, um, this does keep on happening. You are... Yeah, and I was talking to it. So I did, yeah, I've spoken again to another girl because of this incident. But she was like, in all my years of dancing, this has never happened. And I was like, are you serious? It's like the third time. <laughs> And, like, in the past few years, yeah. like, not, not in my whole career, not in my whole 13-year career. that you are the poop whisperer. <laughs> people, I mean, we are IBS friends now. We are, officially. So maybe people feel secure and comfortable in your presence, and they think... <laughs> she knows about IBS. She understands, like, dodgy bowel movements. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, wow. So this sounds like a classy establishment. It really is, yeah. I mean... I, I know what kind of establishment it is, and it's the sort that made me wake up and cry and <laughs> want to give 600 pounds back. So, I mean, you're doing well. <laughs> I am, yeah, I am struggling a little bit. I think that I probably have a few months left in me before I have to move on elsewhere because it's yeah, not people, fancy. People shit on the floor. People so literally shit on the floor. I, I really don't think that there's anything <laughs> that is making that okay. Wow. That is really special. So we, uh, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna crack on. And, Are yeah. you as traumatized as I am? I'm gonna work through that. I, I have to just relive my trauma. Yeah, thank you. Thank I'd you put for it to that. the back of my mind. Sorry, guys. So we're gonna go get ourselves ready. Maybe see some shows. We and, are. Um, prep for some great fucking guests that we're gonna have on. And, yes. Stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned, and we will see. You. We're never seeing you. But we're never gonna see. You'll anyone. hear us. You'll soon. hear us. We won't hear you. We won't see you. But we'll be back <laughs> soon. Uh, we're gonna be releasing back-to-back episodes. So. Keep your eyes peeled. To is peel. no, you don't peel. Oh. Your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>
Hej. Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't already, we would really appreciate you hitting that subscribe button and leaving us a positive review. All show notes and social media links can be found on our website, www.strippersintheattic.com. This episode was brought to you by House of Vixens, produced by Stephen Armstrong. Editing and post-production by Adam Grigg. Original music by Myron Cohen and Hart McNee. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'm Buffy. And I'm Heaven. And together we are... Strippers in the Attic. Strippers in the Attic.